Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just burp? <laughs> no, I almost fell, dude. <laughs> Welcome to the You Are Here podcast. Uh-oh. Oh. We're going to keep it in. You Are Here podcast, episode 103. <laughs> Spotify, YouTube with the video, anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I said it again. www.youarepodcast.co. We cannot afford the M. Go on the website. Send an anonymous question. We're going to answer one today. Send them. Because we do it. And you, you oh, just we're answering one today? Yeah, man. You just have to get a segment on the show. You just All you got to do is type it in. And that's it. Remember to like, subscribe, comment. Helps us out a lot. Can I can I say something Next. real quick? Oh no, yeah, no go sure. ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Finish, finish, finish. I was, I was gonna, you know, the way things work is one person talks and then the other person says something. So that's you then. But you just did something. <laughs> so you do your. But thing. you just did something crazy, and, and I never seen it done before. I'm impulsive. I never man. seen it. It's you trust your impulses, Monty, right? So so go ahead. Right. Finish what you're gonna <laughs> say. Finish what you're gonna say. Next week. Yeah. January 20th, 6 p.m. The two-year anniversary of the You Were Here podcast. Let's fucking go can there be fireworks we're right doing now? a lot i'm gonna put something yeah we're gonna put um a eagle soaring across and then a big firework coming from the eagle <laughs> yeah um but we're doing live podcasts live show you could, live yeah. chat you can talk to us live psychic reading we're doing it all live guests boom dude jump in the chat if you yes. guys if you guys are, are, are you can follow on youtube you can remind yourself right now put a little bell subscribe mm. and put a little bell click that bell mm. we're going to come up and, and there's going to be a live chat where you can interact with us mm. on the pod while we're bringing on guests mm. we're going to answer your questions it's going to be fun it's going to be like a little, little fiesta dude mm. so so jump on in thank you again for everyone who subscribed subscribe we support see you. love yeah we, we see you when we're we growing and we had like, we had the beautiful live before oh the Instagram live we always do it before the podcast and it felt really good mm. you know I love it I love the, the community man, that's I, what I'm trying to build uh, follow Journey of a Hero on, on Instagram yeah. I, I could kiss you man I love you so much dude for real I could I just said just a pure love thing not even a romance thing just to, just to express my love dude um, I got a guest today dude yes I brought him to the pod yes I'm hyped let's do it my boy let's do it Monty Renfro what's is up, in the boy? building dude Mm. We are here, sort of in the building. Yeah, yeah. well, not, not 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 physically, but but you are with us. No, no, no. You are here in this it's moment. This moment is pregnant with us, us three right now. Wow, extremely pregnant. Ready yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready nine months. I like that, dude. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> man. How are you, dude? How how how's everything? How's the West Coast? I heard you moved. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm out here. I'm back out here now. Um, it's great, man. You know, despite everything else in the world like my life i can't i couldn't be more thankful for my life right now oh that's good to hear man that's good to hear life is pretty good in my little bubble you're out in in the boonies somewhere are you are you out away from la are you close where are you where are you yeah don't give me the address but but like where are you about not the address but like you know no so i'm at one two uh, uh, (laughs) so i'm in i i'm originally from this little town called uh pass robles it's on the central you're from you're from california Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see? yeah. yeah. See, I didn't know this. So you're going back kind of to the really? motherland, yeah. huh? Oh, yeah. I'm born and bred Californian. Wow. Um, wow. I'm from this little town called Paso Robles. It's really famous for wine. Oh, um, So beautiful, beautiful country, very hilly. Um, we're like kind of what you would call in the mountains. Uh-huh. Mm. But you, it takes 15, 20 minutes to get to the beach. So it's the best of both worlds. Oh, man. Dude, some places yeah. like that in California have like – like the mountain, yeah, like like you're saying, the mountain, the beach, like it, everything, everything. I love yeah. that, man. For you, bro, New York, California. Ooh. How do we feel? What's, uh, what's the what's the scale look like, dude? There's man, I can't. It's too hard, man. I it's, got you. It's, okay. 
if I feel like that'd be like trying to pick, you know, your favorite child or something. Like that. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, okay. Like, and I'm <laughs> like, I, I think you, Andrea, spoke of this on her you when you asked her that question when you guys had her on, where it's almost hard to pick like a favorite city or something because you have so many different memories mm, and experiences, yes. Yes. And things yeah. attached to different place. To where it's like, well, at that point in my life, like definitely New York, and at this point in my life, probably California, yeah, and then like yeah. ten years ago, you know, who knows? Like, yeah, I got you. So, yeah. so, 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 when I, I want to start like way back, so you you came from yeah, California because yeah. I, I don't know this. I'm just getting, to, I'm basically getting to know you now, like like more in depth. Yeah, because we know each other from school. Like we met through school, Playhouse, Playhouse. So we went to Playhouse. Okay, cool. And we're gonna get to that. Don't fast yeah, forward, uh, bro. I'm just asking. Just let him let him tell his story, man. <laughs> Mike's ready. Mike's Mike's excited. I'm ready. So so. Okay, you're from California. Yeah. So you grew up there until till what age about? Grew up here uh, my whole life. And then I, when I came to New York, I had just turned 21, which is a wild age to get set loose in Manhattan. Whoa, uh, oh, man. Yeah, I like, I like turned 21 and then went to, went to Manhattan like a week later. Oh, my God. I'd, oh, I, yeah. <laughs> it was great, man. I mean, it was great. It oh, was, can, I, can, I, can I ask a question before? Like on that, like, b like before going to New York, did you ever go there like before? I had, I had okay, been, okay, okay. been a couple of times before Cause, and I absolutely loved it. Yeah. And it was before I was been interested in acting or anything like that. Mm. I just felt like I was like, I, I got to live here one day. Wow. Damn. Like, wow. It was such a stark, stark difference from what I was used to at the time. Cause I grew up like my family we would breed and train and raise horses. Oh, wow. So that was like, that was like my experience growing up and then as soon the first time i ever saw manhattan like you know it's the cliche like yeah. just, you know, just yeah. like looking up the buildings and stuff and all the people and you know one minute like you can be in like midtown and it's the theater district and all this different stuff and then the next you're in the bronx like watching the yankees or something yeah. like it uh -huh. that's crazy. The magic, it was so cool. yo you it just you, it really blew my mind monty looks like like i can't tell if you're new york or california you're a little I bit can't of tell if you're, I can't tell I'm if you're a, upper Bronx now, or like, you know, Pasadena. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can't tell. I feel the same. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a heavy hybrid now, I feel like. Like, it's funny. Now, like, I'm a little bit of a magpie, which I guess works for acting. Uh -huh, so, like, yeah. I, like, I always love, like, how the way people talk and accents and stuff and uh -huh. all that. So, I'm a bit of a sponge. And I was even seeing friends last night, and I said something. And my friend, and she just goes like, oh, the New York came out. And I was like, really? <laughs> I was like funny out. and it was funny because on the flip side when I first had gotten to New York people were like yeah you sound like you're from California or from uh -huh. the sticks or something like uh -huh. and I'm like really I had no idea <laughs> that's funny it's interesting yeah yeah you're 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 adaptable you're, you're a sponge to your environment a little bit huh yeah yeah a little bit yeah I like, I like that. that I like being thrown in new places Fuck and yeah, you know kind of discovering it and did you always it out. have that that bug that that like travel bug where I want to go see things I want to explore I want to visit new places Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I was very lucky grow growing up that, you know, I had a family that was very much like that. Mm, mm. You know, I would like spend summers up in Montana and oh, do like RV trips wow. and all kinds of road trips and stuff like that. That's so incredible. I moved around a lot, yeah, like yeah. always have. That's incredible. So dude. I, I, yeah. I, so I, I love that, man. I, I can't stay in one place for too long. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, I was, I was like terrified to travel when I was when I, like up until like a couple years ago. I used to, really? I used to be like, um, I don't know if it was a phobia, but it was like I grew up in a, in a family where it was like, you stay here, yeah. we do things here, here's where the family uh, is, this is a beautiful big spot. Body. Yeah, huge, huge. But um, yeah. And then you travel because you know, your, your girl wants to travel somewhere and you're like, all right, or for work or whatever, yeah. and you're like, 
exposed to another culture and it's exciting. You know what I mean? Dude, it's crazy how many people stay in one place their whole life. Oh, man. Oh, I, my goodness, man. Not. I get it, but I, once you're exposed to it, it's like yeah. the world is much bigger than you thought it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. um, that wanderlust is like an addictive thing, bro. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to the next place. I want to go to Ireland next, dude. Oh. I want to get out of here. Oh. Yeah, Ireland looks gorgeous. Yeah, man. Okay, so so, I, I'm, I, you know you know how I am, bro. I, I get the frappuccino, I get, man. Frappuccino's kicking. Yeah, I, I drank a whole frapp frapp before before the pod, so I'm a little jittery. But but so so I'm taking us off track. I'm trying I'm trying to keep us on. Keep us on, dude. But it's a you are here podcast, so it goes anywhere. Come That's on. the point of the pod. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the train's we're, going we're gonna have anywhere but here. You know. Uh, uh, so uh, uh, so we get, we moved to California. At, I mean, we, we moved to New York at 21 years of age. Did you know then you wanted to act? Like when did when did acting oh, wasn't a thing beforehand? Before you came to New York, or it was for sure, for sure. So I really I'd always been interested. I think for as long as I could remember, in some way, shape, or form, whether it was just in movies or honestly, I've always just loved story mm -hmm. and it's just storytelling and stories and creating stories. Like anything involving story, I love it. Yeah, um, I'm a yeah. huge fiction guy. You know, oh, I like yeah. nonfiction, but I, I just there's some about fiction that me I just too, really me like. Too. Um, so I've always had had an inclination towards just storytelling in general. And then I got the acting bug specifically my freshman year of high school. Oh, I wow. ended up in an acting class. Oh wow. And I was lucky I had some re I, it was a husband and wife at the time who'd been there forever. They were like legends in the department and What's what school did you go to? What what high school was that? Uh it's called Paso Robles High. Shout out shout out Paso Robles. Uh, yeah. Yeah, go Bearcats. Um <laughs> hey. and uh they were really, really great and um, really – it wasn't so much about, you know, we're going to put on a show or something like that. Like they were very craft-oriented, okay. which oh. I wasn't even fully aware of at the time. Uh-huh. But just the way that they would like – they introduced it to me and would kind of expose me to it, I just immediately fell in love with it. Wow. And wow. so I caught it pretty early and I was lucky – that I got to do a lot in high school. Like okay. we did do a lot of plays and a lot of different kinds of stuff, partially because it was like the state as a whole was going through a bunch of budget cuts. Mm. Right. So like my, I think it was my sophomore year of high school, we were literally like kind of per performing stuff to show the district and the city and the state, like, you know, we deserve to have an arts program. Wow. So no we pressure, were just like, we did, I think we did like 15, 20 plays like in a school year. Wow. Damn. That's it was crazy, dude. It was crazy. It's what? usually like so two. I got, yeah. I got to really learn learn by doing yeah. to start out. That's amazing, bro. Yeah. Oh my God. So I, I so by the time I got to New York, I've been pretty, pretty serious about it for a while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I, you know, I I was in a what brought me to New York was I was at a conservatory. I was at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy, which is where Samantha Molina also went. Shout out. Yeah. I knew it, dude. Yeah. Okay, Sam. that's the link. That's the link. Yeah, that's the link. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's how I got. She's how I got involved with Playhouse. I love you, Sam Molina. I love you so much. Yes, yes. Big love for Samantha Molina. Yes. Yeah. Damn. So okay, you guys met there. So you you, you met there. You do the whole pro the whole conservatory. That's how how many years is that? Well, it depends. So when I started initially in LA. Okay. Because okay. I was going to get they have they're they're set up to for a BFA program there. Got you. And in New York, it's just it, that's where it started, and it's a little smaller, and it's still like very conservatory driven. Yes. Yeah. So you can only do uh, four semesters there. Got you. Which gotcha. equates, with, it technically equates up to like about two years if you do it all the way through. All right, I, I feel you. So I came, I came to New York honestly in the in the summer, um, 
thinking I was only going to stay for a summer semester and uh-huh. then go back and do the BFA. And I was like, well, I'll stay one more semester. Might as well. <laughs> oh, no. Right? Yeah. And then I just never left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Dang. Okay. Yeah. So you do your, did you enjoy AMDA or no? Did you, did you have a good time? Yeah. Did you learn a lot? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It, it was a great experience. They really, they teach you how to be like a working actor. You know oh, what I mean? Oh. And they kind of, they help. I feel like give you a sort of battle plan of how to build a life mm-hmm. in it and to give you, it, it's not like a crapshoot or, you right. know, playing blackjack or something right. like that. Right. Like it's a craft and a profession, just like anything else. You can make a living. You can have a family. Yeah. You can like have a home and all this, like you don't have to be living in, you know, some hovel in the East village, like <laughs> eating, eating tuna and pop tarts. That is my, you said my, my all time favorite word, hovel. That is my favorite oh, yeah. word. I've, I've done the hovel. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. gotta do the hovel sometimes. Yeah, everyone's got to experience the hovel, dude. Yeah, man. But so, no, it was great. Yeah. So, so you get out of AMDA and then now, and you've been working, like you're, you, you know, you book a few things here and there. Like how, how was that mm-hmm. going for you? You were acting on, on a few projects. Like how did yeah, that Yeah. So I, I was pretty lucky. Um, I booked plays like right off the bat. So I was, you know, you know, just little stuff like yeah. stuff like out in Yonkers and yeah, yeah, yeah. out of the city and stuff. But I, I was just really excited to work. Yeah, for and so sure. I was doing a lot of plays, and a lot of the kids that I graduated with at AMDA, you know, one of the best things of that was the network of people that I'd met, uh-huh. and how they were all very much about like let's put up our own stuff, and that's really how I got to know Sam or Samantha. Samantha, full name Samantha. Samantha, Samantha. Um, yes, 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 full name. Um, <laughs> we did it like sort of variety show together. Yeah, and um, not 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 variety. That's a wrong word for it. More like a cab, like an artistic cabaret. A lot of different stuff. Uh-huh. And we did a couple things in that. And then, uh, yeah, man, it was sort of, I was just lucky. I just got to keep working and got real lucky with some good projects. Yeah. Did you, did you work on Danny in Playhouse or was that before you went to Playhouse? No, that, no, that was, that was before. We, so, okay. That, we did, we, we did a scene from that in the, the cabaret thing. Uh-huh. Cause I, I was in love with that play. I read it in, in, at AMDA in drama school. And I was just like, "What? Is, who is this writer? Shout like, out, what shout is out this John story? Patrick Shanley. Shout out, shout yeah, out. big shout out, John Patrick Shanley. And um, I just really wanted to do it. I yeah. hadn't read like a play or a character quite like that, right, right, at that point. And I was just obsessed with doing the play. And yeah. so Sammy and I, we did it in that variety show, oh. and then we were just hell bound to do the play. Yeah. And it took us, oh man, I feel like it took us a year and a half, two years to actually get it done. But then we did do it. Right, and that's uh, that was I think you guy. I think she was about six months, maybe yeah. almost a year. To yeah, play yeah, house yeah, yep, that's right. That's when right. Uh, while we were doing that, and she just she was talking about it nonstop. She's like, "You gotta like check it out," and like these teachers are incredible. The people are incredible. Like it's just such a great atmosphere. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. And then. <laughs> Because at that point you're not you're like you're probably not like I want to go to another school you know why why do I want to go to another well I, no I actually was I, I, was, were, I very wanted. much wanted to like I wanted to study like one because like one of the things about Amda is because it is so fast paced you don't get to really like dive into like Mr Meisner's system got you know you, what I mean you do some repetition you. and you read the book and then you're in, you're on to something else got you you know okay okay I really wanted to pick you know, a theory, a, a way of working and like study it. Intensely. That's how I was out of college, bro. That's, that's the same thing that happened to me in college. It was like, just sped through everything. And it was very, here, here's what's going on in the book. Here's like the history of acting and here's something yeah. you could try. And then we try that. And now we're on to the next thing. And when, as soon as I was out of college, I remember being like, 
I got to pick one of these. I yeah. got to pick one of these and really study it. Mm. And it took me years to like find the school, yeah. but that's so funny. Because you were a theater major, right? I was in college, yeah, but and I was late. Yeah, to the I game. didn't know that until I heard it on one of the one of the podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was. You studied it before. Yeah, man. I I, I was yeah. I was twenty. I don't know if studying like I I read up on it. I feel like in college and learned. Uh-huh. Uh, to the sense of play was okay, and like I shouldn't be ashamed of like playing, like you know, and, yeah, you know. But you read some play. I wasn't like serious, but I was excited about it. I was passionate about it. Yeah. Um. So it was like a, a lot of going to schools and trying them out and and falling on my face and them not being what I was looking because I'm not a very cerebral guy. I, I, I uh-huh. it sounds silly, but I'm not. I, I can't like the learning of a thing is never in the the. It's not, I won't say never, but the reading of a thing is much different than the doing of a thing. And the doing of a thing right. is where I learn the best or where I see someone do it and I'm around right. it. Then I, I can grasp that, but yeah. I can't read about it and, and intellectualize it. And, mm. and it's like, uh, I, I, it doesn't work as well for me. So I guess that's why Playhouse worked best for me. No, yeah. Um, but I think we're yeah. similar. And I think I think just with acting in general, that's an essential thing. Like you can, you know, talk about theory and... Yeah the practice of it all day and night but until you actually get up and try the thing and like you said fall on your face and mm-hmm. look a little foolish at times yeah. get get your butt cooked a little by the teacher you know yeah you're, yeah yeah you're not, not gonna get too much from it yeah but so, yeah so she knew she she knew that i was kind of looking around for something like that gotcha. so she was like you know you, you gotta you gotta go to this you gotta just audit check it out do something <laughs> mm. <laughs> i love that so i finally did yeah i'm so glad that i'm so wow. glad that she recognized that yeah me. man dude do you have a question for Monty before I do? I just had something about like the where you're talking about like you said it was like okay to play like I was I don't know I got from a lot from the stuff I'm learning from you like different actors I have on here or you is like it's acting's kind of about like understanding like all the human emotions you know and being able to kind of take or like get into those uh-huh. and like understanding them and learning about them more through like you know actually doing uh-huh. I feel like helps doing you, is big, it yeah. gives you a big like advantage you know because yeah. you can kind of gauge in a way yeah 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 yeah. yeah. i just want to throw that in yeah fuck yeah mikey yeah good observation james dean had this great quote and i'm totally gonna butcher it so i'm sorry mr dean but um (laughs) he said it was like an actor needs to like expose himself to all the facets of life and shouldn't just simply accept what life puts at his feet that's big exactly to go out and seek every single facet so i think that's that reminded me of what you were saying there basically what i said but very much very better. well put very well james dean well done. yeah legend andrea used to remind me of that all the time she said hi get out of the new jersey go explore go travel <laughs> yeah. Yeah. go listen to jazz <laughs> you know like like all that you know yeah and i and i yeah. used to be so scared but she's so right she's so right you got to really experience different culture and different that's, people that's huge man that's you crazy it's like I, I noticed my uh someone i know like we recently saw the movie uh soul the Disney oh, yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. and like just from seeing that, they're like, "I want to listen to the like, jazz," uh-huh. you know, and like go to a jazz club. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "That's crazy that that just does that to you." Yeah, story. Right? Yeah, yeah. The power of story, yeah. man. Um, yeah. Fuck yeah. So so. Oh okay. My blood just changed, dude. It just t- changed temperature, bro. <laughs> right now, you saw, saw that happen. Mike, you gotta check his pulse. Real yeah, quick. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm fucking going crazy. Okay, so so. That's where I, I, I met you was at this play. That's our first. Yeah. What's up, homie? Good job. That was the first time I met you. And I admitted this on the live. I was a little, I was a little nervous. I mean, now you got to hear me out, Monty. 
I was six months into my into my training, my serious training. Uh, I've been bouncing around, you know. I've been I've been trying to get my shit together acting wise. I thought I was trash. And I'm I'm just starting to learn what repetition is and just starting to get comfortable being with a person and like opening up and, and really connecting and doing and doing for so I'm a little I'm I'm insecure as fuck. Now I see you do a mm-hmm. hard ass play. I can't even analyze the thing I tried, like back then. Uh uh mm-hmm. Danny and the Deep Blue Sea. Super complex, like it's tough to for me, it, it was t- it was tough to uh uh find all the doings and really find the spine and um connect to it. it, it it's very it's a very it's a deceivingly complex play for because sure. it's a very short play and yeah. it's kind of it's pretty straightforward in what's going on right. and what's underneath it's like you know the Marianas trench right right and and you guys now I'm seeing you 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 know you for the first time and you're with Sam and Samantha and you guys are killing it you know you kill it that night and we're in this like awesome little spot and the set of, set of it was so cool and I, it was like everything I wanted to be doing and I was like who's this guy who's this guy you know the handsome dude, and he's and he's and he's doing Danny in the Deep Blue Sea, and it's with Sam Molina, and it's it's just like it was the coolest thing. So I was I was like, I was so insecure. I was so like, ah, dang, like nah, nah, this another one. Now another one. I got I got to stack. And that was my mentality back then, and I was so wrong. I was so wrong. And I, and I, yeah. I was like, he's gonna be a jerk. He's gonna be so pretend. You know, handsome guy doesn't want. You know, this is this is all my insecurities <laughs> with other guys. <laughs> It's specifically in acting, specifically at that time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you struggle with that, but I struggled with that heavy back then. Um, I'm better with it now, but I think back then I was, I was, I was, uh, you know, rough. Uh, uh, but then I got to know you, and I saw you do a scene with uh, with uh, Tarzia. Shout out Andrew Tarzia. I love you so much. Oh yeah, man. Mr. Tarzia. <laughs> so, dude, I, I'm and I'm I I looked for his number today. I couldn't find it on my phone because I wanted to call him just catch up. Um, oh yeah, man, I can give it to you after this. I would love that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, um, but I saw you guys do a scene. I went to, I went to watch one one of your. I sat in on one of your classes because you guys were doing. Scenes. Was it the 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 wedding scene? Yes. Or, or boys' life. Boys' yeah. life. Boys' yeah. life. That's it. That's it. That's the one. And I remember talking to you afterward, and I was like, "This guy's the coolest fucking guy. Why do I do that? Why do I do that? You guys crush the scene." Uh, uh, you guys worked off each other. I remember so well. And I want to say too, in in um, I don't think I told you this back then, but back when you were before school, when you did uh, Danny that night, at least the night I saw it, you were doing shit with your hands. I remember, and I was like, "There's meaning in his hands. Like his hands mean something, and I, and it relates to the character." And I was like, "That's good acting. That's something that's a choice. That's not." told to you that's not something you can read about and then you do it because someone told you to do it that's craft that's an artistic decision and i remember like i want i never told you that that was a cool really meaningful thing that i picked up on when i saw you that night whatever it was 2016 20 i don't I think 2016 Jeez, wow. yeah 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 but i remember you your hands were really important to you and um mm-hmm. and uh and uh yeah i just wanted to say that i never told you that thank you man i appreciate it thank you again thanks for coming i appreciate when anybody <laughs> yeah. ever comes to the plays because yeah. that's what it's for. <laughs> yeah it's yeah. rough doing a play to an empty crowd yeah but what was that but like yeah, for you that I, that play like what, what what was that like for you prepare specifically for danny like what was that like like uh, performing oh shit we lost you for a second hold up you got am i back now you're yeah. back he's back he's back he's back Okay. Yeah, what was can, it like? Can you for ask you? That one more time? Like you, the, there was a, there was like, was it was it like uh, imposing thing for you where you were like, just I'm gonna kill this fucking thing. I'm so excited for this. No, you know, I again, I was just so like, I I was so in love with it, mm. it, it like excited to do it <laughs> that 
that like it didn't get imposing until honestly and this happens to me more often than not when working on something is like i'm initially just super excited and just like fuck yeah like let's do this thing i can't wait these uh-huh. people are great uh-huh. and then like it comes time to where it's like all right like you're gonna do this thing in a week and i'm like holy shit <laughs> i have no idea what i'm doing um and especially for that one you know because it was really just Sammy and I, and then our director, Chelsea, and then like one or two other people who were kind of helping, but we were, it was a full on labor of love. Yeah. 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 And so we were like, it It seemed kind of felt the full weight of like, oh my God, like we got to put this thing up and Mm. we got to learn these lines and oh my, it's John Patrick Shanley and take, take him off the pedestal. And yes, it was, yes. So no, I, I would say. Overall, it was still just a very. It was one of the better experiences acting wise I've ever had. I love it, but love it, it did it did hit me like more closer towards when we were doing it. It was like, oh my god, you just bit off a huge chunk, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. dang, dude. And it was tough, you know. That's a tough that, that the way that it's written and those characters, it's you know, a tough not, play. If you're not specific about it and personal with it, it can turn really campy really quick. Yes, yes, yes. You know what I mean? Like the tough guy, like from the Bronx and all <laughs> that. Like I, I just never saw him like that. Yeah. I thought, I thought you were. I just thought that was you. I was like, he's just a tough guy from the Bronx, you know? I didn't know you. I was like, that's him. That's it. And then you get yeah. to know him. He's like the blend of the Cali kid with the, with the, with the Bronxy guy too. Yeah. You know, you know, he's Danny that serves. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Danny serves. Danny serves. Um, um, yeah, okay, okay. I wanted, I wanted to tell you that. I didn't want to go past that. Um, um, I appreciate it, brother. Thank yeah, you. man, for sure. Did what? What was it for Playhouse for you? Like, like, the, I think what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to ask was like, I, I walked away with a lot of things from Playhouse, and I think mm-hmm. a lot of that had to do with a huge part of it was was relationship. I'm so glad that I was able to find a, like a, a tribe of people who uh, mm-hmm. I can call right now and we can have the, the the greatest fucking open-hearted conversation with. And, you know, it's so rare mm-hmm. you're in a room with people where you have to be honest and open and you fall on your face yeah. all the time in front of each other and you're picking each other up in life circumstances and you're seeing each other's victories mm-hmm. and for for two years you know it was a, it was for for yeah. me it was a it was a big deal because i didn't have that before yeah um um yeah so that was one of the things i know i walked away with and and i'm really grateful for mm-hmm. um the other thing was mm-hmm. was having like a tool belt now where i know mm-hmm. i've trained a certain way i know how to uh uh be present uh it's the simple mm-hmm. shit it's the shit you learn early on but i know mm-hmm. for a fact like you drop me in a scene or if i'm if i have an audition or something uh, I know how to get out of my head and that's a tool mm-hmm. a lot of people struggle with. And, um, mm-hmm. and I feel for you cause I was that same, same kid in my early twenties. But, uh, that's what Playhouse gave me was those simple tools that I always can work with now. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm really grateful for that. So it's like the majority of it's those two things I'm very grateful for. And I was just wondering mm-hmm. like for you, was there something you walked away with from Playhouse and you were like, this was you know, at least I have this and I'm grateful for this. Or is there something you're like, dang, I didn't get what I hope for, you know, like what was it for you? Oh yeah. I, I mean, I totally agree with the two that you said as well, because, you know, I feel like even, cause I'll say, I don't, I didn't really, uh, like you said, you know, you are really in the know like right now, you know what I mean? Like in depthly, but uh-huh. I feel like we share, it's like a little bit more streamlined because we do share that similar language of having that experience, that yes. same shared experience yes. while different, 
it is sort of the same, you yeah. know? Yes. 100%. So I, yeah, I feel very grateful for the people I've met there and being able to share that. Um, and like you said, the tools, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like for me, while I was there, I really under came to understand and kind of get defined for myself, like artistry. Me too, man. Um, yeah. You know, because before that, I'll be honest, like I almost kind of hated it. <laughs> like hated that phrase in, in a way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Where it's like, you know, people be going around like, I want to do art. Like, yeah. let's do art and all this. I'm like, oh, good God. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, what does that mean? And like half yeah. the time people don't, you know, they're like, we're going to do this big artistic thing. And, yeah, and you yeah. know, like nothing happens. Right. So <laughs> I was almost a little cynical when it came to that sort of phrasing. Um, but, you know, from how we were taught and the different things we were encouraged and required to expose ourselves to, not just with acting, but literature and painting and music and just different ways of looking at life and people you know i feel like i really came to understand for myself like what it, what artistry means to me right, you know what i mean right. and how it applies to like my work and even just as a person mm-hmm. you know i felt i feel like i don't not only grew as an actor there but just as 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 a, as a human being yeah yeah. You know, yeah. because I think it's, I think the way that we were taught, like it demanded that, you know, it was required, right? It kind of was. Yeah. Yeah. That's such so a good I'm, point, I'm just, bro. I'm just beyond thankful that, you yeah. know, I spent that time there. Yeah. That's, mm. that's a really, really good point, man. I think I looked at the world completely differently than when I entered that place. Do you know? Absolutely. I, Absolutely. I, it's a, it like requires you to be present and to make artistic and to figure out what art is to you, what is meaningful to you, what do you want to, what do you like? You're a vessel to I, that was the thing I think I learned there too was like you're a vessel to this bigger thing. You are in mm-hmm. service of. I think that's it. You are mm-hmm. in service here. Like that is your that is what mm-hmm. you're put here to do. If you if you really sign up for this thing, it's and this always feels cheeseball and I, I feel weird saying it sometimes, but I'm like I really believe it. And I, after going there, it was like a sewn into me you know like it's like tattooed on me is mm-hmm. it used to be so ego driven and so like i need to do this because i need to I, I don't know what it means but I, I gotta you know get in front of a camera and i gotta say these lines a certain way and and mm-hmm. then people will like you and then you get paid for it and then and then you keep doing that and you make enough money and then your mom lives happily ever after mouth you know what i mean like that's mm-hmm. what was more was my mind getting to that school and then you learn the craft of it that it's a it's a thing that's been going on long before you that it's based in storytelling which is the thing you love and you didn't even know it you love that yeah. that fact about that's why you're here that you didn't even know that and then the artistry yeah. of it is you get to explore who you are and you get to journal mm-hmm. about who you are you know and, and it's uh it's uh it changes your life I, I don't know how to describe it other than that it changed my mm-hmm. life and for that time the, the couple of years we had there or however long it was uh it was a total for me I'm speaking myself total blessing total blessing mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. it did change the way I saw the world and I think you're saying the same kind of thing oh absolutely it's also like what I don't know if you've ever encountered this thought regarding acting and you know how we were taught at playhouse and everything but it's almost like this ironic paradox where it's totally like not about you at all but it demands everything of you yes. at the same time yes isn't that weird that's so you know, true. It's so funny. It, it, I, I always like just find that paradox extremely funny regarding, you know, Does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah. No, that, that would make complete sense. That's crazy. And like, I used to think the opposite, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. it, which was a total, what, how I would say like wrong way of looking at acting and all that now, where it's like, I need to get rid of all my shit. Like, this yeah. is not me. Like, <laughs> I'm going to become the character, like whatever, anything wow. like that. 
and like yeah and like what we learned at playhouse like i it totally changed my opinion on that yeah it's always you, you know? but it has always it's not about you <laughs> yeah that's why i like i love the metaphor you know you use like with the canoe you know like you're building oh, canoe yeah, and yes. then the text is the river you know yes. and like your character mm. is the canoe their part is the canoe oh, and it's wow. like you know if you're worried about like how it's painted and how it's going to look or how this fancy ass sail or something like that or anything but you forget to hollow out a nice hole you're going to sink so quick <laughs> or if you build a raft instead of a canoe you know what i mean yeah. you're going to hit a rock and just break and die yeah like yeah, yeah. You have to like really focus that shit and just like smooth it out and make like a great canoe that's gonna float. Yeah, and oh, I always, I always loved that when we after we learned that. That's a beautiful quote from Mr. Meisner. Shout out Sandy. Yeah. Uh, Found out. Shout out Sandy Meisner. What was what was one of the, my favorites, dude? From let's talk Sandy quotes for a sec, hey? Uh, uh, yeah, you gotta school me, dude. I don't know anyone. An ounce of behavior is worth a pound of words. Absolutely. What does that mean to you, bro? Damn. An ounce of behavior is worth a pound of words. I no bet. amount of words yeah. <laughs> is going to equal honest behavior. Yeah. You know what? The, oh, man. That's actually something I want to um, bring up one of the podcasts. Bring, bring I was it gonna, up. I mean, I was going to bring it up because it's the 10-year anniversary of, I don't know if you guys like the movie Drive. Oh, oh yeah. God, absolutely. Yeah. Dude. Like, Great soundtrack. I, that's what I was like. Um, Gosling's character is like such a... This, Super It's quiet. like so like... Mm -hmm. It's all action. Oh, you know behavior. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of those scenes I feel like play like just like our example of that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 100%. He's, it's a ton of He behavior. probably has like five pages of dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> the whole yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it, uh, that's great that's a good movie one. too. Yeah, super good. Oh, fuck yeah. True, man. Like I love Casablanca because I just love mm. watching Humphrey Bogart smoke a cigarette. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you can just watch No one smokes a cigarette like Bogey. Man. Oh, man. That's so true, bro. My favorite moment, moments in all films are moments where there's no words. I realize it's so mm. rare that it's like a moment of words. And my favorite yeah. moments in, in, in a yeah. lot of stories yep. just behavior. I don't know how to yeah. describe it. Or it's one word. I'm instantly thinking of that scene in Manchester by the Sea <sighs> between um, – Casey Affleck and Michelle Williams. He can't even were like, say it. He can't even say it. No, and just both of them, man. She's like trembling, and he's oh. like, you know, collapsing into himself. It's just like it's like watching watch a car no, wreck. It's like, oh my god, what is it? What is it? It's called Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, it's <laughs> painful. It's painful. It. You gotta watch that. Watching it. Homework, please. Um, oh yeah, so not, not a huge spoiler, Mikey. Not a no, huge. No, no, spoiler. no, it's fine. No. Uh, uh, Great movie. Fuck, man, you got me geeking out, dude. <laughs> I love talking it's about this. It's not the this. caffeine at all. No, it's not the caffeine. It has nothing to do with caffeine, dude. <laughs> nothing at all to do with caffeine. But um, we should get into questions. Yeah, I'll throw some out. I was I was gonna throw in um, since we were talking about like the you know plays work and everything. Uh, Michelle Emanuel, a big shout out. Michelle. Shout out Michelle Emanuel. Uh, she asked us in the Michelle, live. Michelle. She asked us, "What's the best um part you got in a play? Best part you got in a play, Monty? Oh man. <sighs> or, or best part or your you've favorite. Got, you've gotten in a play. I guess it's like your favorite, play, right? right? Best part you've gotten to play. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be a play. It could be a movie. It could be whatever. I guess so, yeah. She mm -hmm. said right. play, but I don't know. Okay. Okay. I don't know. We can answer both ways. Yeah, you, you guys are both. Whatever. Um, I would say for me, if I had to pin damn, I'm honestly just thankful for all of them. Yeah. <laughs> if I had any work. But um, I'd say this, I played this character in this series of original plays a few years back. Um, and it was about this boys boarding school in Manhattan, like this really bougie boarding school. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, there's they're like trust fund babies, and my character just thinks he's Tony Montana. <laughs> you know, like they're they're just moving cocaine like it's nothing, and like in just, the school, in the school, yeah, in oh, school, dang. like it was it was like Reservoir Dogs in a boarding school. I love it. <laughs> it was great, and like the writer director, her name's Amon Ward. She's she's an absolute genius. Um, and so the script was just incredible, mm-hmm. and I, I like a lot of, and it was a huge cast, and like. I'm like good friends with was good friends at least at the time with most of the guys in it. Uh-huh. And so it was just like, it was like a jam session, man. Like oh, we were just so in cool. the garage, like rocking out, like with this play. <laughs> and it was just such a great character. You know what I mean? He was just out of his fucking mind. Just <laughs> it's super fun to play. Too smart and like violent for his own good. And yeah, just a yeah. nuclear bomb of self-destruction. Fuck yeah. And um, I got to do it in two plays of hers. And then we tried to make the movie of it. But it didn't pan out, unfortunately. Got you. But yeah, that was that was a great experience because it was a couple of years I got to play like this one guy, uh-huh. and also like it was you know I got to it, create it from the ground up like nobody had ever played it before. Right. You know, mm, right, right, got right. to like have input on like kind of the creative decisions regarding it. That's so cool. So that was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. Probably yeah. yeah. Aaron Ari Walsh. Oh, wow. that's his name. That's his name. I yeah. love it. Wow. I love it. I love it. What about you, man? Uh, I'm just grateful for them all too, bro. To be honest, uh, right? <laughs> like um, at the end of the day, yeah. Uh, there's a few. Like, it's hard to pick yeah, one, dude. Tough, man. I I think um, I'm super grateful. I'm gonna, so this one, I need, I'm I'm not gonna say this because I'm gonna bring it up later. But the one I, I think I did play that I that I'm I most enjoyed doing was uh was Ray Calder in Lone Star. I think that is yeah, man. You were great in that part. Oh, thanks, dude. I think that's that's when artistic choice became a big thing for me, I think. That's when I walked away with a feeling that if I'm really honest, if I really like allow myself to make choices and and not just choices from ego or whatever, it has nothing to do with me, but it has everything to do with me uh being honest, you mm-hmm. know, and 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 uh 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 yeah, I remember like this the, the impediments and the the mm-hmm. way of speaking and the and the 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 way of thinking, I think, was the <laughs> thing I, I I couldn't believe clicked like it clicked in those few days I got to do it, and it was mm-hmm. an experience that while I was on stage doing it, it was real, and it changed. Those moments were changing the way I thought about life, like as we did them together, yeah. and uh, yeah. I'm still moved by it. Yeah, it was a phenomenal piece of character work on your part, man. Thanks. It really was. Thanks, that's, that, I feel like that's another role where, you know, in the hands of a lesser actor, somebody, you know, doesn't understand the part or the play fully, it can easily go into camp or right. stereotype right, right, with, right, with a character right. like that. I could see that. And I it was so great. I, I loved, like, the way you would just, like, listen and react, you know, to your right, brother, that right, whole play. Right. Because he's like a whirling fucking dervish <laughs> yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I always so, like and it, also I, I yeah. mean, I'm sure a piece of it just like goes like the friendship you and Jim have for sure but for like sure. watching you like listen and react to him was just so like it would be like so hilarious and then so heartbreaking and then so like, like terrifying at times it was and, it was terrifying and, like that's to you yeah. man because you yeah. sat in those moments and you really authentically listened and responded to him I, I think, which was fantastic like I learned a lot man. from you guys oh dang that. thanks dude. it's a great 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 show thank you brother that means a lot thank you um really thank you um but but that 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 I remember that was that was the thing I, I think 
because I was terrified. I remember being terrified, yeah. but all the work you do before and then you let it go, right? That's what we're taught. Yeah. And that's the yeah. hardest thing is to be like, all right, I fucking, I, I've done crazy shit for, for three months now. I've done crazy shit to, to, to be here, to be present, to let it all go. Yeah. And you really got to do it. And I've seen you do that too. And I know you know what I'm talking about. Um, that's the scariest thing, man. And you're there with a whirling dervish of a, of a human being who's not going to fake anything. No, no, absolutely not. You know? Absolutely not. And we do have an exp- a, a relationship already, and I have this fucking impediment, and I'm basically like a golden retriever in this fucking play, you know? Yeah. That, that's really it. <laughs> yeah. That gets abused a bit yeah. and, and comes back always, you know? Um, mm. And it fit with Dave. Mm. It was very in line with Dave, to be honest with you. That's it's that thing. If you're honest enough with yourself about mm. what makes you you, some things are going to click with character and some things aren't. you got to bridge those gaps. But that was one that was very easy for me to click with and uh mm-hmm. the other impediments and stuff I had, to, I had to reach for but but that's i think why it worked for me so well and that's why i enjoyed it so well because i got to explore that part of myself in those moments yeah. and be yeah terrified. And, that, and that came through i think it totally comes through when somebody is really enjoying what they're doing yeah, in any realm, yeah, like yeah. acting you know what i mean and uh-huh. that totally informs you know i feel like it helps the audience almost subconsciously enjoy it as well yes dude you know what I mean? I and, and yeah, again, it's all, again, I go back to like the musician theory. It's like when some guitarist just steps out on stage and just starts shredding, man, like you don't even care how <laughs> long care. he goes. You, you know, he's lost. Yeah, man. man. He's just in the ether. You'll, you'll watch Shredding. That. Yeah. I, like go for 20 more minutes. Yeah, man. right. I'll fucking sit there the whole time. It's like the cat yeah. thing. Did Andrea ever talk to you about the cat? Or, or Jim, when they when they be, they be like, you would you would if, oh, the, if you went to Broadway, like animatronic and, tiger or whatever versus yeah. the real tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if it came out on yeah. stage, you'd be like, what the fuck? And you would just yeah. If it was a house cat and it was just it, yeah. taking a shit on stage and like scratching around and stuff, you'd be yeah. fucking yeah. amazed yeah. because it's just pre- it's just doing what it wants in the moment, impulsively trusting every impulse and present. Yeah, and I remember that lesson, and I was like, he's right. Yeah. She's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something I, about. I remember I told that story to my roommates at the time after we learned it in class and I we I had a cat at the apartment at the time and so from then on out we'd all be walking around we'd just be watching and we'd just be like acting genius like the cat would like your brand switch its tail and we'd be like Oscar yeah. right? <laughs> no it's not watching itself it's doing its own thing no it's, it's doing its own chilling, thing man. it's the crazy thing about actors that you I don't know if everyone does it unless you're super talented but like there's all this insecurity and this wave of like fear and you're just watching yourself all the fucking time and uh yeah it's it's like a it's like a thing if you can't get over uh uh or find a new way it's hard to i don't i don't know there's talented people out there man and i'm i i don't yeah. claim to be talented at all because if i if i continue down that road of of doing what i had done there's mm. I, I don't know i don't know mm. i wouldn't have faith in saying like i'm an artist or i'm an actor mm. you know what i'm saying mm. um um yeah. yeah damn so thank you michelle for that i got question. i got a yeah. question for you actually oh, to sh- kind of piggyback all oh, that you got to answer too how yeah. do you cuz you yeah, I want to know. I want to know your answer to that yeah. question too, Mike, as yeah. well. Um, but Dave, but you you played sports growing up, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. So, how do you feel about like you know, like naturally, people feel insecurity and all this stuff. You know that you, we've been talking about, but mm-hmm. like, what do you feel about like the feeling of like competitiveness I or competition? This. Oh wow, cool. My, you know what I mean in yeah. regards to like acting or the arts. You know. Yeah, I think. Um... I think I came. It's just, it's what I told you right before, where I felt I felt a competition with you, before I knew you, and that was me. I think at my worst, mm. creatively and with acting yeah. specifically. Mm. So so yeah, I think uh, I think early on when I met you, I think that's and before 
for all those years, I think it was I was in the mind of an athlete still trying to compete for this idea of like only one of us is going to make it. I got to be the best. Fuck everybody yeah. else. Uh, 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 it's got to be me because my shit's important. Yeah. My mom's important. What I want is important. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it made me just a very – it was very unlike who I was and that's why I think it didn't work. It was always, I, was, I felt yeah. I was very disjointed in it. And uh, coming into school, what we just talked about was like – you learn about what service means and being of service of another thing, of story, uh, to, to give to other people something, which is you opening up and sharing. And my thing when I connected to it was what, what story was for me was always like a hopeful thing. It was always hope. There was always some kind of thread I would take away from it where I'd be either, either inspired by a, a body of work or, or what the story's uh, premise was or a message or, or, mm-hmm. uh, or, uh, you know, the feeling you get when you leave, you know, a story, when someone has given something to you. And uh, I think I think that's what I clicked in with. And when I did that, I remember going to the bookshop. This was early on, in, and this was probably close to when I met you, or like right after uh, Drama Bookshop. Um, and I used to go in there, and I used to feel a, co- a sense of competition where I would size people up, and I would be like, <laughs> you know, you're never gonna fucking make it. In you know what I mean? You know, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> I'll smoke you and repetition, whatever, you know, dude. And um, imagine actually going in, and behaving and saying things like, "Yeah, I'm not saying anything. I'm just, I'm just watching people." And then, uh, yeah, I just realized like it didn't work for me. None of that, none of that is is I think productive for me when it comes to acting, man. You, for me, I need to be open. I need to be empathetic, dude, which I think I am as a human being, period. Mm. And I always, I've been going against it for some reason with acting because I thought it was a competition. But I do believe like there is room for all of us because we're all very, very different. Uh, sure, there's a number of roles out there that, you know, you, so, only so many people could get these amount of roles, but people can make their own work. You know, people are going to succeed in ways you couldn't even imagine. You, you have no control over that. The thing you have control over is how you take in people. Uh, are you are you you know open with that? Are you are you empathetic? Are you interested in what they're doing throughout their day? You know, is your imagination running? Um, the th- that when I do my best work and when I did my best work, it was always from a place of empathy, and uh, and uh, just getting a, an injection of that going through the going through training. Um, every time I walk into a room now with a new project, with new actors, or just uh, auditions, or just talking to people who are actors or just being around people there's no more size up it's no more it's no more of um you versus me it's not a, it's not an it's not athletics in that way it's not the same uh uh it's not my team against your team it's i'm gonna get humanity off the other person that's my biggest resource that's my greatest gift so uh that's my take on uh the athlete mind i guess with acting dude that's it that's her that was my answer to you, sir. I like that, man. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Um, we didn't have any technical issues. You were fun. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's always the words going it's back all in. Good. It's all good. Um, oh, no. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, so, so, so Michelle asked yeah, you yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll, I'll, I'll throw mine in because Michelle said I can choose because I'm not an actor. Well, you've been an actor and you can be an actor. I and you have not been an actor. So, you're an actor. But... You have acted in class. I can before. say about my work that I've done. Yes, you can. Um, it's best hard project. To, it's hard project. to pick. It's hard to pick. Yeah, yeah really yeah. hard to pick. But I think, in terms of the experience I've had, and uh-huh. I'm still trying to get more experience. Mm-hmm. I'm still like kind of new. You know what I mean? We're doing it still. Baby boy. I'm a baby boy. 
But um, a cutesy boy. I think I'm gonna have to pick the. I did in college. We did like a web series. Yes, I knew it. Yeah, and I you had to, we. It was basically set up as a like everyone has to apply for a position. Yep. And like we have to show for it. Yep. And I got like DP and a sound like engineer mm-hmm. or like editor. Mm-hmm. So I ended up having to take like directing. <laughs> on top and you editing, to t- you had to take that over. Directing and editing because no one was doing it. Because no one was doing work, much. Yeah, dude. basically. I mean, throwing no shade. At, I mean, whatever. Yeah, Fuck it you. is what it Fuck is. All it is what. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, hey, bro. Whoa. But, I mean, oh, whoa. <laughs> no, it was it was it was, all, it was tough. It was a tough class. But uh, me and uh, my one uh, close friend, uh, Chris Hines, big shout out. Uh, shout we out were super out. like, w- it was five episode web series, and like he took three episodes. I took no, I took three episodes. He took two. And then, like, you know, we'd help each out, each other out, basically, mm-hmm. as, like, AD. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. It was just the most I've ever been involved yeah. in, like, actual, like, a set, like, for a long period of time. Right. So, it was, like, m- multiple weeks. You know, right. it's a whole semester. We're, yeah. like, doing this, writing it together, planning it, all yeah. this shit, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. It, was just a, it felt really good to, like, put 100% in, mm-hmm. you know, and that we felt we were, like, you know, running it's the fucking ready. show. Yes, yeah. Like, it made me feel – because confidence is kind of tough for me uh-huh. especially in like my field or uh-huh. like my passion yeah. you know and i felt like i was super 100 percent confident in that yeah you know and it felt good fuck yeah did you and and you premiered it yeah and we premiered it yeah yeah, yeah. And, and who was there monty who was there oh yeah dave dave was definitely there who was there bro dave came to cheer me on all right i came i don't know if monty's even here this was early on <laughs> this was early on in the in the in the, in the relationship in the bromance yeah, it was actually. But I came to it support my boy. We're chilling now. Okay. All right, so now. <laughs> now we're chilling. And that was my experience. <laughs> Wonderful. Beautiful. No, 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 no technical issues here, baby. Wi-Fi is good. You gave him a cinematic jackknife. That's yeah. what I got. <laughs> Sick. Hey, thank you, Michelle, for the, the bro- question. the bromance started. Dude. So that's where the yeah, bromance started yeah, was there. Yes, started. that's, that's what I was saying. Bro- and, and forever in love after. Forever in love, dude. <laughs> I, we were early on. I, was, I wanted to make a good impression on Mikey. I wanted to show him. I, I, I loved him, supported him. And that was how, yeah. how our relationship began, yeah. dude. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. That was so weird to I met do. your parents there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for the first time? That's right. That's it was so weird to do that. I've never done anything like that. I know. Like a premiere type of thing. Yeah, a little Q and A, everything. Yeah. Yep. Sitting on yeah, stage. Anything worse than that, or did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. Yeah, good. I enjoyed it a lot. That was that was really nice. Did you get to do it in like a like a big theater? Big. We did like an yeah like a, it was like a theater it was auditorium like 60 kind of thing. seat auditorium theater. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like hundred. No, yeah, it was big. It was yeah. big. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Um, That's so awesome, man. Yeah, mm. and, and like sit, but like going like after you press play and you go up and sit gotta, and watch, you're like, that's, that's oh it. no, you're out of control. It's yeah. out of control. <laughs> it was like, oh shit, yeah, people are gonna watch this. It's for them now. <laughs> you can't control the outcome. With all these people. Yeah, that's a scary yeah. thing, dude. Well, thanks, Michelle, for the what question. Would you, what would you tell? Would you, what would you tell people out there who want to make something and, they, and they're afraid of that? Afraid of that, like the letting go of a thing because you made it and now now it's for other people to see. What would you What would you say from that experience? That's tough because it's like, I, I mean, I've known a lot of people that are still like that. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, whatever you, like just saying, like it's hard to find what to say. It's always, I think it's different for everyone. There's something in someone, there's something in like everyone that's like stopping them, yes. you know, yeah. whether it's yeah. afraid what other people think mm-hmm. or they're not confident in their own thing, mm-hmm. what they think about themselves. Yeah. You know, I think eventually they, they got to figure that thing out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to find yourself exactly what you want to put out there, what you want 
Um, if you want other people to, to feel something, if you wanted to do it for yourself, figure out what your, um, your drive is for why you're doing this thing. Hell yeah. You know? Fuck yeah. yeah. Hey. Absolutely. Episode 103, dude. You are here mm. podcast, Monty. Hey. Yeah, mm. virtual fist, spiritual fist. My boy just, just juiced up a whole fucking group of people right now. Yeah. Thank you, Mikey. Yeah. Come on. Well, let's we're go. Gonna, we're going to get into the rest of the questions. Rest See? of the questions. We got Katie Trubesky. Katie in the live. Thank you, Katie. Big thank you to Katie. We love she you. She said, at what time did you find your passion? What time, Monty, did you find your passion? You kind of went into this, right? Early, early high yeah, school, right? Was, you got specifics. You yeah, got like. Yeah, yeah. It was at 9 a.m. <laughs> Do you remember a moment, though, where you were like, oh, whoa, something feels different? Yeah. Now. Yeah. I, uh, I, I think it might have been the first monologue or thing. It was like the first thing I ever did when I was in the class. Yeah. And it was this monologue about uh, an imprisoned skinhead. Okay. And when he was talking about when he, you know, was sort of baptized into it at a cabal. And, you know, it's, there's all this derogatory stuff and swearing and everything. And, you know, I'm 13, 14 years old or whatever at the time in high school. And I'm going, I can't go up in front of a class and say all this shit. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And like, 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 I don't remember. Like, my teacher said something. He's like, have you ever just felt like rage, like pure rage at something or someone before? Huh. I'm like, yeah, of course. And he's like do that so he was asking like, for some emotional and, memory and just, yeah wow. yeah and just do that and i was like okay and it just blew my mind where like and you know again it's like that thing i think at least i still get it whenever i work on something where you kind of look at it and you go how in the hell am i actually going to do this for sure every time and that first feeling of it and then being able to find something again you know again it's like within yourself to relate to someone or some circumstance that might be so far away yeah. from like who you are right? and still be able to find a way to relate yourself to it. I remember that kind of clicking at a certain point and just being like, holy shit, this is kind of cool. Yeah. You know, and I, don't, I just love like working in theaters too. Like just oh, that actual environment. God. Isn't you that know? beautiful? Especially that, the that... old, like the old, like dingy ones that probably have like mold in the ceiling <sighs> and shit. Like, yeah, I love bro. that. <laughs> yeah. There's a smell to it. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the dude, dust, it's like church, the, honestly. The dust on a stage, dude, there's nothing like that. Yeah. You know? Oof. Hell yeah. I fucking or like the that. image, you know, of just like a ghost light, you know, just in a <sighs> the stage. The ghost light. Like, in, the, in the auditorium. There's a light. It's, every, it, this is like the folk of uh, one of the folk stories, I think, is what I'm saying it right, of a theater is like someone, a stage man or someone is supposed to put a light on every time you leave the theater. And I don't know what that is, but that's like a, it's like a tradition. Um, yeah it's like a like a, literally like a lamp in the center of like a stage like oh, just really? on and you leave every other light but um it's weird that's amazing man that's cool that you remember that moment that's really cool you got that you i have that I, I have one i think of a lot and it's i was 20 i was in elizabeth stropel's acting 101 class in william patterson university uh and she had this little ster little boom box and she would bring it in. She's she was you know, she was she was this amazing woman. And she would bring in this boombox and she would play show tunes. And I'm not privy to show tunes. I don't. I didn't never. I never went to plays when I was growing up. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't know what what music was coming out. But I remember feeling like it was fun. It was like exciting. Yeah. It was like I felt childlike again. Yeah. And she wrote on the board Stanislavski, and it was like one of the earliest days that we had class. 
And uh, for some, I don't know what force it was. I don't know. I've never felt it before that in my life. No sport, no class, no group camp, nothing, never. Uh, but I remember like leaning in, like I, I just, I wanted to know more about this guy. I'm, I'm into history, I knew that. But I wanted to know about what, the, what you, I didn't know what the name was. I didn't know where he was from. I knew he was some kind of actor and he taught a bunch of stuff and I wanted to learn about it. And uh, I remember getting, I would be there early every fucking day. It was like the thing I didn't, I, I looked forward to every week, twice a week, was that acting 101 class. Just to, just to absorb it and learn it and to watch other yeah. people do it. Like I, I was afraid to do it, but I just enjoyed learning about it. And that, that's when I, I clicked in with, is this what a passion? I didn't even know the word for it. I, I, to be honest with you, I didn't know what passion was. I didn't think I knew yeah. that. But looking back, I think that was like the moment. It was like she had a boombox, she put it down, everyone signed their names, and she wrote Stanislavski on the board, and she started going into where he was from and what the what? the Moscow you know art theater was, and and that was it. That was it. That's all I wanted to know. Yeah. That's all I wanted to learn. And uh, yeah, yeah. So it's been that since that moment. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I kind of relate to that a little bit. Do but you? Like, I I think I had like uh I don't I think the passion for filmmaking came similar to that where oh, I was wow. in class and like I had to switch my major because um like sophomore year because I was in computer science and then my teacher wasn't there for like all like half a semester he just didn't come in because there were snowstorms mm -hmm. and he's like oh just do all the homework and then come in and I'm like dude I I was already like I don't know what I'm doing so <laughs> I might as well switch out. <laughs> Um, but I, I was like growing up, I, me and my brother used to make like little stupid, like home videos and yeah. like, mm -hmm. have like these little stupid stories and everything. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I feel like it was always like dormant in me, mm -hmm. like that thing. I love doing it. Yeah, yeah. But then once I sat down in like the classroom and pre professor Scott, he was like talking sure. about, like, he starts going into like the, like French new wave, like as like the different movements and stuff yeah. when we're going into like French stuff. And we watched the, I forgot what it was, man. I forgot the name of the movie. I'm, it sucks. It's okay. I, my memory's so bad. But we we watched this one film. And I was like, dude, this is insane. That like, I was like, I want to know like something clicked. Yeah, like I, there's I want like being able to understand like everything. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And like that there's there's whole another world. You know. And, you could learn about. Yeah, like across in yeah. every single place, there's just different. I don't know ways of making things. Yeah. Different yeah. stories. Yeah. Come from different places. Yep. And yep. It all connects in some way. That's you fucking know? incredible. And I was dude. like, fuck, yeah. I want to learn. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. Mike, is there a particular film that maybe whether consciously or unconsciously that you can pinpoint where it was like, holy shit, like I want to make these things or that maybe just had a really significant impression on you? Hmm. I think definitely the first time I saw uh, Eternal Sunshine. Oh. Yeah. That was one I was like, a, you can do like, that's like your whole own world. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And there's a story. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And the way you can relate so hard to like things like that. Yeah. And also I got yeah. it again with uh, Baby Driver. Um, that really? was one thing. Yeah. Because I, I, I kind of got into like doing filmmaking stuff because I wanted to make like music videos. Mm -hmm. And okay. uh, in a w way, that was kind of like a m movie music video. Mm -hmm. um, and Edgar Wright plays a lot, with, like a lot of his films with like color and music. And he always uses everything like as an ensemble, basically. And uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, I gravitate towards that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Do you have like a particular story or screenplay or movie you'd want to make if like, let's say Warner Brothers just came to you today Ooh. and was like, here's like $500 million. We'll make, you can make whatever you want. 
<laughs> I don't think I do, man. Nothing I really yet? don't. You were working on a thing that I think you should. I have a couple things, yeah. yeah. I have a couple things I want to do. But nothing yet. But I don't know if I'd... I don't know. I think I... I still only think I need to learn uh-huh. and, like, live more. Yeah. How about you, you Monty? Know? How about you? You guys definitely do. Oh, man. I'd love to play Napoleon Bonaparte. Oh, God. I remember I remember in like soft I think it was sophomore history class we were learning about him and there's this story after he'd been like exiled from France and uh, like on that island, right? Wasn't he on that island? Yeah. Yeah. And then he came back and like I think his own army was sent to go get him or something like that. And he just like went to them by himself and he like went up to him on a hilltop and he just like rips his shirt off and he just like throws his hands up and he's like, Here I am. He's like, if you want me, now's your chance. You can kill me. You can do whatever you want. I am not afraid of you. Whoa. And that, like, won him his troops back. Fuck. And I was like, like, just what a guy. And also, like, what a moment to be able to, like, as an actor. Like, yeah, bro. you could do that. Yeah. I have a part. I, I, so, okay. Fuck. Yeah, I, guess, I just got one in my head. You got one, too? I have two. I have two. There's, a, there's, there's. So, uh, I was going to ask you, too, like, a part you haven't played that yet that you were dying to play. So, I guess you just answered that kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I would like to play uh, one of them is so I'm in love with this play I talked about it 30 times on this podcast already uh, Gruesome Playground Injuries from Rajiv Joseph oh, by Rajiv Joseph that's one of my favorite plays of all time and I great think fucking play man. that play has eluded me bro for years like to put up really I wanted to put it up in front of five people like literally, I don't care who comes yeah. I just want to do that I want I want one person to come and because I know I can, I can, I know I can give something to that dude. I know it already, yeah. and I've worked on it yeah. for so long. A shout out Tori, too. Yeah, Tori. You and Samantha, right? So it was me and Sam, and me and Tori worked on yeah. that too. Yeah, Sam was the first one to actually like work on it with me, uh, and this was beginning of school, 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm so keyed in on it, dude, and I know I can fucking open. That's I, 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 that's it. That's it. That's all I'll say. Um, uh, um, we'll go. We'll go. That's it. That's it. So that's one part, and then the other part is I have a fantasy, bro, about John Wilkes Booth. Do you know who that is? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Now I don't know if I, I'd be the right person to play him, but I know I would want to play him. I, I, I book. I just found this book. I've been reading the book on him. Remember it? It's like called an extremely bloody affair or something <sighs> like that. But it's about it's about like the Wilkes Booth like the Booth family, Fuck because you. they were like a family of actors and like just like the like the whole like their lives and everything that led up to that. They were like the Barrymores, like before the Barrymore, like they were the acting yeah. family of America. And uh, yeah, no, it was a huge deal. Yeah, dude. And this guy, the thing I, I think I'm, I'm attracted to with it is how do you how do you look past what you already think about a person? So like I think this guy was mm-hmm. a nutso from the south. Wanted to take care of you know the the, the union uh, the union was uh, or the 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 Confederates were uh, seceding and and they were losing and it was you know they, they fireworks were going off in in, in uh, the Capitol right mm-hmm. and he was there yeah and he created this plot to kill the president of the United States and the, the Secretary of State and the Vice President on the same night and win the South like back Jesus and he killed wow. the president of the United States of America he did that in a theater yeah. during a play just like an actor would fucking do yeah. So it, it's yeah. it's all that shit is bizarre to me, but I think yeah. the thing you'd have to key in on, and this is the thing that's to not make it campy, would be what would you, what would cause you to do a thing that's going to cost you most likely your life, and on the other mm-hmm. side of it, you assume that a group of people will love you for it that end up hating you, and you have to you have to live through that too. Honestly, like he mm-hmm. thought he was going to be a hero, mm-hmm. and he was chased down like a dog. 
Mm-hmm. And and I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, what, what a part to work on. Oh, oh bro, damn. that's a juicy part, man. And he's on. He's that on, would require a, a man. lot. <laughs> oh, bro, it'd be so sick. But uh, that's one of the fantasies. That's one of the fantasies. I got, I'll, I'll figure out the title of that book for you. Please I'll, do. I'll send it to you. I would love it, that. That's so funny that you mentioned it because I just randomly discovered this book on a clearance rack. Oh, thanks, dude. Tell me about it when you, yeah. when you find out. Uh, for sure. For sure. Uh, uh, one, one I thought of was uh, my something about my mom's like life, like oh, it, yeah. incorporating yeah. her like her life, her like childhood and growing uh, up into uh, a story. Yeah. Because my my family comes from uh, Poland. They're both Polish. And uh, they're immigrants oh, wow. from Poland, and uh, kind of, and my great grandma I want to like incorporate too, because she was a big part. Um, it wasn't the greatest like upbringing, and it was like communist Poland coming out of like the war, um, Holocaust stuff. Um, my great grandma was like in jail, or like she was about to go to like a concentration camp, and there was like a split like chance that she was either going to like a concentration camp or she was going to be free. And you know, she got out, and she like went, and she like took care of my mom and stuff. She had a bad household, and like, I don't know. There's just so many things. Like, you know, when you hear a story from someone, you're like, that's a movie. That's a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just no, want to yeah, do absolutely. something, something like that, just yeah. for, I don't know. Fuck yeah. And you that's, should. that's your story, too, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, be, that's your blood. Yeah. Have you One ever day. read uh, Elia Kazan's biography? Oh, man. No. You should check it out, man. Fuck it, that kind of reminds me like Kazan? the way you were talking about Ilya. it. Like, Elia. Really reminds me of how he talks about his family and really? how he wants to incorporate that story. I never thought of that. You would, you would, Definitely vibe with Ilya. Really? Kazan. Ilya Kazan. Yeah. It's a great, it's a big, it's a, it's a commitment to read that book. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, really? It's, it's a, but even the beginning of the book, I think would inspire him. The, the beginning of, oh, yeah, of where sure. he comes from and sure. his family and what he became. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to look into He's it. He's one of the best directors all time. All, all time. Yeah. All time. Oh, easy. Easy. <laughs> dude, you would, oh, so you yeah. need to, you. Okay. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm going for, in. I'm going Let in. me get that for you. Yeah. Please. Okay. Done. Okay. Okay. Next question. Um, this is a question from the website. Oh. Anonymous questions. Boom. You can throw anything up there. We're going to talk about it. We don't know who it is. Um, you're safe. Um, it says, what are you guys hoping to complete in the next half year? Much love to you guys. Thank you so much. The next half Man. year. I have, I have to finish my feature film by, by, I set a deadline, May 1st, the May script, 1st? The, the final script. Yeah. I just set a deadline without him. May first, so that's Damn. that's the that's the that's the half year. You guys have been working, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we're on a schedule now. We're doing good. How about you, Monty? Uh, yeah, there, there's there's an idea for a script that I've been like kind of kicking around that I've been sort of starting, sort of not like, but I want to get that done yes. or at least a draft of it done. Yes, mm. within the next year for sure. Fuck yeah! How about oh, you, yeah. Mikey? I've been having a lot of different uh, things to think about recently. I think my new goal, I think for this year or even half the year, is to chop down on my student debt. Hey, so nice. Yeah, I'm trying to get into some stocks and stuff. So if you got any tips, anyone out there, let your boy know. Insider trading. But uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to knock off half. Whoa! In a year. Whoa! You got money, dude. You can. I don't have money. You got. Trust me, dude. If I had money, I wouldn't have <laughs> debt. I would not have debt. And your boy's got debt. <laughs> hey, hey, Mike's got money. Nothing, nothing wrong with a little, little debt. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy you a coffee. <laughs> no, you know what no, I mean? No. I'm just Done. That, that's a high roller for me. <laughs> I, got, I got a question for both of you. Mm. Uh, uh, are we, so we're good on time. Um, this could be the last question. Do whatever we do, man. Uh, it's po- this is your hair podcast. It's your hair podcast. It's the realest podcast in the game. And, the, and we are the so realest podcast whatever. in the game. That's and, it. And Monty would attest to that. Thank you. 
Um, so I thought about this on the way here. I looked back. I was driving here, and I was I was thinking about last year in 2020 and all that. You know, we've all we've all kind of been through some things. I don't know how everyone's 2020 went. Mine was very very rough. Um, and I remember I posted a thing because it, it struck me on Instagram. Uh, I think it said, uh, and I lost myself completely. And I thought about that. And I was like, I never felt like I had lost a sense of myself completely before. But I think in 2020, I actually did lose who I thought I was, like how I worked every day and how I thought. And I never thought that way before. I never did the things I did in 20. I wasn't so, uh, I didn't pick up things addictively before. I didn't, I didn't, uh, treat people that way. I didn't shy from people like I did in 2020. I, like, I never picked up the phone in 2020. I feel like for, for the majority of the year. And I was, I always been very like, I want to be connected because it makes me feel good. I like to, I like to have conversation. I like yeah. to open yeah. up with people. I enjoy this. Uh, I must've called three people in 2020. Really? To yeah. Have a, to have a phone call or like, like you had to have more. Well, my, I, but like people, like friends, yeah. like checking in and stuff. Okay. I, I never checked in. And I would always trust that impulse yeah. in 2019. I would always trust that impulse. Like, call people. You feel a thing, reach out. You know, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's okay. Uh, so that was one thing. But but So I wanted to ask you guys both. Is there a point in your life where you felt like you lost yourself completely? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I think... Better or worse, too. It doesn't have to be terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, one thing I definitely learned especially this year, I think I finally like changed, like it's something I've changed about myself that I actually in, like really like uh-huh. is um I got past a lot of like previous relationship things. Uh-huh. You know, I had a lot of, I had some bad breakups and you know, they didn't put me in the best spot mentally right. and me as a person. And like, I know you are also like a hopeless romantic, like big me. time. Like, and I go, hun- <laughs> I go maybe like, I go way too far into a relationship. Like I'll, you know, neglect people, my family, friends, mm-hmm. like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'd, give too much you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. and that's a problem i think i found that was within me mm-hmm. you know i felt like i don't know like that love uh from this person overpowered everyone else somehow so you lost yourself yeah because of that yeah, love. yeah yeah so i think and then like it all you know just went away <laughs> you know yeah. then it's like oh, well what the fuck am i you know what i mean what like, am I, I now like, i have nothing now yeah what do i have I feel like i have nothing who am i yeah i love that answer dude. yeah so finally yeah good two years and makes me figure out who i am yeah yeah that's and okay good. And <laughs> that's i'm good right. now i'm good yeah yeah you're back that's all that matters yeah, yeah. you came back yeah fuck yeah i love that answer dude how about you monty what about you monty yeah man um oh no i think i had two solid ones two solid moments obviously you're not conscious of it in the moment but yeah, yeah looking mm. back times where i think i re- kind of got off my personal railroad track and was right one was right before I came to New York, okay. which is one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to do it. I felt like I needed to shake, shake my life up a little bit and uh-huh. just do something different uh-huh. and, you know, kind of force myself to adapt to a situation. Right. right. <laughs> um, and then right before, uh, right before I went to playhouse actually, which wow. again, like another reason why I was like, Oh, okay. I, like, I think this is gonna, a good thing for me to do right now, yeah. you know, to shake it up again. Yeah. Um, it's a weird thing, huh? See, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird thing, man. And I think a lot of it was something I've definitely discovered and really uh, created. I think a much healthier relationship with in twenty in twenty twenty 
was intention, right. you know, like how do I go, not even just with acting or, you know, movie making or anything like that, but just life in general, you know, because we were all sort of forced to just sit there and kind of think yeah, yeah. <laughs> for a little while mm. about life. And I feel like for a lot of, a long time, I was sort of just like gas pedal, like all the time and right. like, you know, all right, like this is done. Let's, let's go do this and let's go do that. And, you know, it's like that Denzel quote where he says, don't mistake movement with progress. Yes. I felt like there was a lot of times where I was moving around a lot, but it wasn't necessarily progressive movement. With intention, Damn. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think like I really thought about intention a lot this past year, you know, in the the times of uh, solace, we'll call it, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, like when when you when you are when we are able to go back out and like fortunate enough to do our work fully again and be with people again and, you know, really participate in life fully again mm -hmm. you know are, are you doing that am i doing that randomly or just for the sake of doing it or am i doing it because these are things that i want to be doing and things that i want to be putting down like building blocks in my life yes, you know yes yes Damn. i love that mm. moving with intention yeah i love that yeah 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 man like, I, I would i would relate to i can definitely relate Wow. Mm -hmm. Definitely relate. A lot of movement, not much uh, direction. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think like in the acting realm, that comes from kind of the the lack of stability that comes with it, for you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. At least for me, like I always felt secure when I felt like I had something <laughs> going worry. on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if it's like some little play that Same. like maybe nobody's even going to come and see. Same. It was like, I'm working. It's like a shark. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if I keep swimming, I'll be alive. Yep. Mm. Yep. I wow. totally understand, bro. It's cut from the same mm -hmm. cloth, I think, in that in that regard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then when you're stuck, to, you know, you're handcuffed to your couch. It's like, yeah. What, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm drowning. You're gonna give yourself a heart attack. Like. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's the thing I walked away with this year was or last year was. Uh, I I I think I found out the worst parts of me because of that because I used to I used to put them in the rear view when I worked on things and just constantly <laughs> worked on things. So I wouldn't have to address those things. And then it took, I think, seven months of me uh, uh, just trying to <laughs> destroy myself without knowing it yeah. and, um, and to lose everything I love and then going to therapy. And I think that woke me up to, yeah, you know, the things that I've put in, in, in closets and clothes and compartmentalized and, and yeah. uh, the non-movement brought out the worst of me, I think. Because I That's couldn't, I couldn't hide from it. I couldn't, I couldn't yeah, you, feel good about myself because I'm doing a thing anymore. It's like, do you feel yeah. good about yourself really now? Because you're, you're, mm -hmm. now you can't go nowhere. Now no yeah. one's saying, you know, you're forced to sit with yourself. Right, 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 right. So, uh, so uh, that was, I think, the thing I'm, I walked away with. Thank God, yeah. was like I can address these things now at my age, at 30, and not at 70, you know, or or yeah. never. Uh, uh, so. Uh, yeah, I'm grateful. I'm grateful ultimately. But uh, yeah. but yeah, it's okay to get lost. I think it's okay to get lost. I think it's part of part of oh, living. Yeah. I think yeah, it's part of our, our. I think it's necessary. Yeah, I, I do too. I do too. I think I think it's a part of everyone's journey is is to get a little lost, and uh, and it's your choice what to do from there. Imagine everything going well. Imagine that. Imagine sunny days, <laughs> seventy and sunny every day. <laughs> I know, right? Out in Paso, Paso Robles, but, dude. I'll take a little seventy and sunny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, a little umbrella drink. 
Do we do we want to ask Monty anything before we go? Uh, I I think we're good. I think we're set. You got an hour twenty minutes. I mean, bang bang, Monty. Boom, Monty, you got anything else you want to anything throw out there? for us before we before we close this 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 book? It's been a beautiful book. We've gotten to no, this open is great, up and share. great conversation. It's great yeah. chopping it up with you guys. Hey, it was great, man, for us too. But and you're welcome back anytime. Yes, doors always open. You're part Thank of the you, tribe. Man. You know, awesome. I love it. I love it, dude. And any shout outs? Any shout outs before we go? Yeah. Oh man! Uh, shout out Dodgers, twenty twenty world champions, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Clayton Kershaw, shout out, shout out. Clayton Kershaw finally got it. I don't want to hear anything about it for the rest of my life. <laughs> hey, people are gonna be upset it's... with you, man. I'm just letting you know, people are gonna be mad. They say, Monty, this is the moment you're supposed to shout me out, and you didn't. You know. Shout out! Oh, shout out! Shout out everybody! Just shout out everybody, I man! Like I go. love all the, all the friends, everybody out there. Boom! I met everybody that we can't. I can't see right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love y'all. Miss y'all. Oh, there you go. There, there you, you go. go, man. Hey, send me Tarzia's number. Send me that book title. Mm. I will. I got you. Man. Got hey, you. There we go. Boom. Well, damn. Thank you so much, Monty. Thanks for talking to us, Mike. Thank you, Come man. Nice show. to virtually. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We'll do this in person one day. Yes. yes. Amen. I can't wait. Boom. That, yeah. Your hair podcast episode one hundred three. You already know Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube with the video, anchor.fm, www.herepodcast.co. We cannot afford it. Yeah. Go send us a question. Let us know what we're doing. Like, comment, subscribe. Do whatever you're doing, man. T- next week, episode 104, two-year anniversary. Be there. That's all I'm saying. That's it. I'm Mike. I'm signing out. I'm Dave, and I love you. I'm Monty. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Hey. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah.